With Star Wars Celebration on the way, coming up so close, we have a lot of questions, one of which, will there be any Star Wars games at the big celebration there? Ooh. May the Force. Force. The Force. The Force. 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 The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your source for everything Star Wars gaming. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, I'm your host Sage Goodwin, and as always, I'm joined by Sydney Laurel. How are you doing? Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. You ready to talk some Star Wars? I've had some better booch and I'm good to go. <laughs> it won't make it in the podcast because I'm going to edit it out, but we're jokingly making a fake commercial for our favorite canned kombucha brand. <laughs> yep. Yes. So we'll probably release it as like a short or a clip or something that we promote the podcast with. I don't know. But Better Booch, if you are watching this, someone there, please sponsor us. We drink an ungodly amount of this stuff. <laughs> please. We'll work for free Booch. <laughs> but in this episode, we're going to be talking about what we can expect to see from Star Wars Celebration this year. And uh, what that could entail for Star Wars gaming fans, as well as kind of touching on some other things that you can expect to see as well. So, let's jump right in and get started. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Star Wars Celebration. Sadly, we did have an opportunity to go, but um, <laughs> it's so expensive. Yeah, oh, and, for, and for newlyweds, it's a, it's a little bit out of the budget. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, but for those of us who are kind of new to the game, aka myself, uh -huh. um, can you kind of like walk me through what um, Star Wars Celebration is and like mm -hmm. what you can expect from such an event? Yeah, so Star Wars Celebration was a fan event that started in the 90s <laughs> in Denver, actually. So shout out to Colorado. I, <laughs> I've said this on stream, but like Disney please come back to your roots. Come to Colorado. That would be fantastic. We wouldn't even have to afford an insanely priced hotel because we could just drive up there. We're two hours away. Mm -hmm. Please think of us next time you plan a Star Wars celebration. That would be great. <laughs> think of us and only us. Yeah, so it was a start. It was a fan-run event um, that has become a lot more corporate. It's Disney-ified... Um, for better and for worse, like honestly, it's been great the last few years. When it was in London, like I had a blast watching that huge event. They get all of the Star Wars people together. It's like a Comic Con directly towards Star Wars. Uh -huh. So they have they have the actors, they have like a bunch of booths and uh, presentations. So they have like retrospectives on Star Wars movies. Um, they had a celebration for the 40th anniversary of Star Wars in. 2017 I believe it was hmm. where they got a bunch of the original actors together and they talked and kind of went back through they have stuff like that they also have um, this year they're doing a thing for podcasting um, which a friend of the show that we've had on the podcast actually a few friends of the show Alex uh, Damon and Molly Damon as well as a few other Star Wars podcasters from the Clashing Sabres podcast I believe they're going to be uh having a, a, a thing on there about the expanded universe or the expanded universe, extended universe, whatever you want to call it. So they're going to be talking about the books, the comics, that kind of thing in terms of Star Wars. And then also friends of the show that we had on the 50th episode of their podcast, 
um, Pink Milk. They're going to be on there talking about LGBTQ and Star Wars. Sweet. Which nice. uh, is going to be really cool to seeing what they put together there. Uh, I'm so glad that they got that, like... It's going to be cool. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Like, that's the thing that makes me so sad about not going this year is I know tons of people that are going to be going, but we're just going to save, like, keep saving money so we can uh, try to get there next year because it, I mean, I was like super pumped. Like I had an opportunity to buy a ticket at price, which was awesome. Then I started looking at like hotel rooms. Good gosh. Airbnbs. Oh, like hotel rooms were like five, $600 a night if not more and you still had to like drive (laughs) drive an hour to get there and then um airbnbs were like four to five hundred dollars a night so yeah that paired with food and all that kind of stuff we just could not swing it um so sadly won't be able to go this year but really excited to watch kind of the live streams and that kind of stuff happening so big conference comic con type thing just towards star wars where everybody gets together a lot of cosplay Mm -hmm. a lot of that kind of stuff um they also have events before and after the show so i think thursdays when they're getting like a bunch of podcasters are getting together and they're going to uh this pop-up bar that's star wars themed i believe what yes oh Um, my gosh i think that's the plan and uh, they're just going to hang out and talk Star Wars and nice. just kind of network and do that kind of stuff. So yeah. next year, next year, hopefully we'll be going, but super excited. But that being said, now that we know kind of a little bit of the overview of it, what can we expect? So in terms of Star Wars games, the history is there for Star Wars games to be covered and announced at uh, Star Wars Celebration. Battlefront 2 was opened and announced officially at Star Wars Celebration I say officially with quotation. I mean, you don't necessarily need quotation marks on that, but uh, it was announced officially because right before Star Wars Celebration, they leaked the trailer. Oh, okay. Yeah. But officially it was unveiled with the cinematic trailer uh, around the campaign. So usually when they announce things, it's more Mm story-based. And friend of the podcast, Bespin Bulletin, has reported since January that we will be getting a snippet or an announcement, something for Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, or Star Wars Jedi 2, whatever that is going to be called. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So we at least have have one thing that we're going to be talking about in terms of more details, Mm -hmm. which I'm so pumped for finally going to be able to see something because we have gone for so long Mm -hmm. i mean we knew about it rumored forever like basically as soon as we knew that the game had sold 10 million copies in like the first how many months or something like that unprecedented for ea uh, in terms of like a single player game Mm -hmm. as soon as we knew that like it was basically like when are you going to do it when is it going to be official we knew that respawn was working on another star wars game that was gonna be something like that. Hmm. Uh, what could it, what could it have been? Hmm. Uh, Connect the dots. Hmm. As I stroke my beard here, um, so there's that side of things. Uh, I wonder too, because we have I think we have like nine different Star Wars games. We may be able to see something with Star Wars Hunters there. Hmm. Um, that is supposed to come out soon. Um, the alpha playtest early access stuff was supposed to happen in like 
November, December area of 2021. That got delayed to the first part of the year. You can get into early access with that. Sammy Boy and Split Screen, friends of the podcast, have uh, been playing that and covering it on their channels. Um, but they did say that they're going to have a 2022 release date and it was going to be earlier in the year. I could totally see it. I mean, I think they did officially delay it. That, But I could see that being like fully announced and a release date set to that and when it's going to come out on Switch and mobile and all the platforms. I could see that happening at yeah. Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. It may not necessarily fit considering the other games are usually more story-driven. Mm-hmm. But with how big mobile games are, I could totally see them being like, yeah, it makes sense to announce yeah. this at the big stage. And seeing how it's already kind of a success even before it's even exactly launched, yeah. it seems like it'll be they'll really want to push it mm-hmm. to be like that. And like it's a it's a really unique game because it's it's a mobile game, mm-hmm. but they're also going to have a semi console version where it's uh, playable on Nintendo Switch, and you yeah. can dock the Nintendo Switch and play it on TV. So I think that's what's most unique and compelling about that game. That's how I want to play it. Yeah. Like, honestly, that's probably how I'm going to play it most of the time. Yeah. That, I think it has cross-progression, or hopefully it does. It would make so much sense. Like, if I could play it on my Switch, and then, like, if I'm on lunch, and I'm just, like, at the studio, pick it up for a little bit, I could totally see that being super, like, super impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of what you would expect from something that's designed to be a mobile game. Mm-hmm. Just something that you just pick up, you do for a little bit, and then you put it away. And Yeah. That seems that seems about right for me. Yeah. So I think we could see something along there. Um, most of the other games that have been announced, we know that they're actively working on. We've heard rumors that Ubisoft's game is not going to be happening till like, 2025 or so. So I don't know if we'd see anything more from that. Honestly, I'd love to see more. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be possible. It could be. I mean, they literally just announced it with Star Wars and uh, Ubisoft are working on it. Like, they, they didn't show anything. Mm. It's literally starry background, the logo of the studio that is... Huh. We're, uh, like underneath the publisher of Ubisoft that they own that works on I think Avalanche Games or something like that something along those lines yeah. I'll put it up on screen um, and then maybe like add it in the audio version as well like as I'm editing just put the, I'll put the name here yeah. Massive Entertainment <laughs> <laughs> um, and Star Wars like that's literally at or Lucasfilm Games um, that's all they announced it with oh, so I okay. could totally see them adding a little bit more to that but probably not i think sounds really early it does seem pretty early um i think and again with like game development i have gotten so jaded with like them announcing games and then delaying it just like show us snippets of it don't tell us when it's going to come out Mm -hmm. until it's ready to come out yeah and then start that like heavy hardcore like we're going to show you all the details but like give us teases don't set anything in concrete because there is so much uh ever what is it, what is you to say uh constant like ever moving the future is or something like yeah. that <laughs> that's basically like my feelings towards star wars gaming right now or just gaming in general yeah. like game development is in such a state where like they need more time than they normally did before covid mm-hmm. So I, I think that's definitely uh, definitely a big part of it. Hmm. So, but I mean, we saw Star Wars Eclipse supposedly is getting uh, is 
supposed to come out earlier than expected because they've had an acquisition or there's something along those lines. But do you think they'll show any more about that? No. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's way too early. I'm <laughs> yeah. surprised we saw what we did. Uh-huh. But considering all the reports and the struggles that studio has with hiring people, mm. the allegations made, like there's so many different aspects of that. They're probably trying to lie in the shadows for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think they let that that like cool down a little bit, mm-hmm. let that play out how it needs to be played out. And then we get it announced maybe like six a year or six months before it's uh, slated to release. Yeah. So <laughs> I think in the next two to three years, we're going to be seeing an insane amount of Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Like I could see two to three games being announced in the same, like being released in the same year. Honestly, I don't think it's wise to do that unless they're all story-based games. Like if you have like one in the first half and one in the later half. Like maybe like a like a, a teaser, like an appetizer in the first section. Like maybe it's a shorter Star Wars game. Maybe that's when like a Star Wars Eclipse would come out in the first part of the year. And then like the big game would be that holiday season type, like October, yeah. November. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a huge point. Hmm. Yeah. I could, see, I could see that being like very successful. Yeah. So you've only really mentioned, what, two or three games yeah. then? So you think that's about all we're going to see? I think so. Hmm. Like, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot. I I was surprised when the reports started coming out that we'd see more of uh, Jedi Fallen Order 2 or see some of Fallen Order 2, whatever. It, Star Wars Jedi 2 is the <laughs> official name of it. We, um, we need a name. We at least need a name so yes. that we can start actually talking about it. <laughs> so we'd stop doing this. <laughs> Star Wars Jedi, oh wait, not it's not Jedi Fallen Order two. It's uh, Star Wars Jedi two. It just doesn't flow as nice as Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh-huh. I mean, Jedi Fallen Order is such a good name. Mm-hmm. Star Wars Fallen Order. Like, just snip it to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But ah well. <sighs> so those I don't think like. I don't think we can expect more than that, but I think we can expect one to two games to be shown. Definitely Fallen Order 2, whatever it ends up being called. Hopefully we'd see some gameplay or at least like a really nice sizzle reel like boom, 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 boom. Or what they did with Jedi Fallen Order, the original when they like officially unveiled that Respawn was working on a game. They had like a behind the scenes featurette Mm. type thing where they were in uh, the mocap studio like playing with lightsabers like, <laughs> i think that'd be cool yeah shows behind the scenes like i think that'd be a cool connection piece mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. then they don't have to like show anything of the game really they could show like concept art on yep. people's screens they could show some of the animations they could do stuff like that mm-hmm. or just kind of explain the thought process behind it what is calcastus going to be doing like is it going to be based on calcastus i've heard reports that it will but they could confirm that they could just say like oh we're going to be revisiting this kind of stuff we just want something, is what we're trying to say here. Yeah, I think just that'd be great. Give us something, especially a name, please. Uh huh. <laughs> give us a name. Give us a name. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that's what we can expect for Star Wars Celebration this year. It is the first celebration since 2019, I believe. Mm. Wow. Yes. So the last one happened before the pandemic. It's going to be huge, um, and I think it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Much overdue. Yeah. Now we're going to take a short break and we're going to dive a little bit deeper into another tease that we got around Star Wars Celebration. 
This podcast is a production of Uplink Media Group. Uplink is a podcast network dedicated to highlighting the love and experience of gaming and pop culture. Check out our other shows, The Battlefield Show, Star Wars Uplink, and The Forge, the Halo Infinite podcast, as well as our YouTube channels for even deeper dives into Battlefield, Star Wars, and more. YouTube.com slash Uplink podcast and StarWarsUplink.com. Only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned. Star Wars Celebration is big. Like I, like in between the break, we were detail like pulling up some details on stuff we want to talk about. Um, like the full details of it. I was scrolling through the list of all of the like discussions they're gonna have. Um, Ian McDiarmid there to talk about. Uh, it was, it's like a, a viewing with the Emperor or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Session with the Emperor. So they're gonna do stuff like that. Um, but one of the things I want to pull out is like, we, we talked about like last week or the week before about Star Wars Visions mm-hmm. and how unique that was. Something else we're going to be getting is something called, um, Tales of the Jedi. And this is the description of it. Live on the celebration stage streamed the galaxy and twin sun stages, Tales of the Jedi animated anthology shorts hosted by Amy Ratcliffe with special guest. Dave Filoni and this is really exciting like we love we love the animated stuff I wonder if this is going to be like something exclusive to this or is this like a Disney plus series but I think it would definitely be available on like YouTube but yeah that's most intriguing right and it's all Jedi stuff tells Hmm. from the Jedi hmm I'll put the logo up but it's this really like classic Star Wars extended universe looking logo, like Star Wars Legends. It, it definitely has that vibe of like the book titles. Like, uh-huh. It's so great. Hmm. What do you What do you think that means? Like, what? Hmm. Do you think it's like it, it's got to be in the past then? Maybe. Yeah, I mean they don't give a whole lot of details. They no. basically just. They're just like, just, yeah, look at it. this. <laughs> and this is like a streaming exclusive thing too. So it'll be obviously everyone will see it and it'll be part of the, the like live stream feed. But even people in person are going to be watching a stream from it. So like it's, it's a pre-done thing that they will uh, watch through and uh, it'll be hosted by Amy Ratcliffe and uh, have guests uh, Dave Filoni on there so I think it's maybe just like a series of shorts that they just want to highlight and show off maybe it's something that is like put into a collection on Disney Plus um, but it's pretty cool yeah like I love the idea of like anthology shorts mm-hmm. like give us little snippets throughout the galaxy something very specific that may not feel like an entire series or even an episode but just say I want to explore I don't know, like Luke getting his first, second light, like his li- second lightsaber. Yeah. Because in lore, he, before he makes his own, he gets like a temple guard lightsaber in a comic. Maybe like explore mm-hmm. some of the stuff of the comics, fill in some blanks, like just add a little funny character moment. I think that'd be really cool to see. Yeah. Although I kind of doubt that they'll go with the books. I just feel like they're just going to... Someone's just gonna have a brainchild and make something new. Like I, feel I like think so. Yeah, that's... it's just gonna be based around Jedi. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool. And hey, I'm all here. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's bring it on. 
Uh, Dinko and I were talking about this a while ago as we were like been diving deeper into legends and canon and the differences between those. And I don't want to get into the whole debate of like, oh, legends is so much better than canon. But like the Jedi were freaking impressive mm. in legends. Yeah. And they lose a lot of that. I mean, the Sith were insane. Like, goodness gracious alive. The Sith were insanely powerful, like conquering entire planets and systems with the use of the dark side like they were insane yeah. like the amount of power and the power difference between like the the sith were here mm -hmm. and the jedi were like way down here yeah and like well they did have like certain jedi that were like rose to power like luke was insanely powerful and in legends too like the amount of power that that dude had compared to many other jedi in legends versus canon is like night and day yeah but i feel like luke kind of dabbles like he's got he's a blend he's mm -hmm. at least in legends he is mm -hmm. he's not this like oh, i'm gonna make the exact same mistakes that the prequel jedi did <sighs> luke i mean he makes some of those made same mistakes in like legends but he at least is not like actively trying to like no we need to make it the we need to make Grogu choose whether he wants to be a Mandalorian <laughs> there cannot be any connections to oh, like it's gosh. so stupid so on that side of things definitely <laughs> I did not intend for this to go into that direction no we should probably we should probably reel it back reel it back, reel back in reel it back in uh, <laughs> Tales of the Jedi Tales of the Jedi I love the name so far like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't necessarily think this is going to be canon, which, again, I'm all for. Mm -hmm. Like, I love the idea of them giving kind of free reign for creatives to explore certain characters or moments or ideals, such as the Jedi, in this really, like, free flow way. Yeah. The art is this really cool, like, the announcement art that um, we see is this really cool, like, almost painted mm -hmm. canvas style i don't necessarily think we'll see maybe one of the shorts will be like this yeah but i think it's, we're gonna see differing styles and stuff it's almost arcane-ish mm -hmm. that yeah look. Just definitely it has that kind of painted texture to it that's like that I, I was trying to find a good way to describe it but yeah like that is the perfect way to describe this image that we see for those audio for for you on listening on audio we see uh five jedi as they watch a command ship station crash down with bits and pieces of it falling to the earth they're on this rock outcropping one of the characters uh lightsaber is uh lit and uh we don't see any of their faces we just see them in robes very arc if, if you're not aware of arcane look it up very much like mix of 3d and 2d elements very controlled hand painted looking gorgeous so i think that'd be awesome i Could, would um, be thrilled to see that in stars Star arcane would just be ah! so good <laughs> yeah i would love to see star wars arcane mm -hmm. give it to me give now yes i want this in my life it needs to happen so yeah, I, I I want more of those experiences in Star Wars that 
again, I would love them to be canon, but like, I, they don't have to be. Nah. Who cares? Give us something cool. Focus on the story versus having it all tie together. But like, be upfront with it. Like, these aren't canon. Blah blah blah. These are just we we gave a lot of people some free time, and they said, "Hey, go go play with Star Wars," and this is what they came back with. Yeah. I think I think that's gonna be like. That's going to be the way that Star Wars moves forward because we saw with like the sequels, they, they were very safe with those. They didn't play a whole lot of the formula. Some of the things that they did didn't like pay off overly well. There wasn't a huge plan, but like the stuff like Rogue One where they were able to be a little bit more free flow. First season of Mandalorian, really cool. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see more stuff like that. Yeah. And I think doing it in the form of like these animated shorts would yeah. be awesome. Little anthology, uh, little uh, shows would be cool too, like live action stuff. Like there's the Netflix show Love, Death, and Robots. Hmm. Fantastic worth it. It's like, it's very mature. But they have a lot of really cool ideas with science fiction about love, death, and robots in terms of like they they give a lot of these really interesting and creative artists playing around with very differing art styles and directions. And they just say, hey, make something cool. And this is the it's got to got to include one or multiples of these aspects. Um, There's one about like all humans have died and robots are, have come over the world and they find some life and like it's it's really cool hmm. there's this one that's like robots and aliens are fighting each other in this like really intense battle arena match it's really cool yeah highly highly recommend it um very mature uh but it's really cool i'd love to see that with star wars um like giving people the freedom and the ability to just have some fun with Star Wars, play in the sandbox and yeah. not take it overly seriously. Yeah. Or take it like insanely seriously. Like, give me some grit. Give me the life of like a stormtrooper that's dying and like, oh, it'd be super cool to see stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like with shorts, you can't focus so much on story or like character development. Like, honestly, those things are all amazing and they love it when they have that in there. But frankly, if you're just going to give me some Star Wars art that moves. Yeah. I'm here for it, you know, mm-hmm. like, and you can have like a pretty contained story. I mean, yeah. you, obviously you don't have like the full character development growth that you would have in like that, but you can have like pretty impactful stories in a short form content. Sure. It also makes you be very specific and very directional with your story. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I love about Schwartz. Yeah. It's like, you don't have two hours to play with. Right. You have five to 10 minutes right. or three minutes or two minutes. Who knows? I but, feel like Schwartz are more about the mood. Yeah. They're all about this setting and this, mm-hmm. like, it. it's supposed to, like, leave you with a feeling. Yeah. Like, it's a and snapshot. It's atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just seeing more stuff around the Jedi, I think, is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to see more of that in a show or something like that. Or a video game would be cool. See the origins of the, the Jedi would be awesome. Um, would love to see more stuff like that. But I think with that... Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars Uplink. We greatly appreciate your support. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a review. It helps us a ton and uh, lets other people know as well as gets your feedback. We really appreciate it as well. Shout out to all of you who have left a review. We have like 140 or something like that. We have quite a bit on there. Uh, Maybe even more than that now. Um, But 
definitely do considering that. Subscribe for free wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd appreciate that as well. You can rate us on Spotify, and you can listen to us wherever you find podcasts. And if you'd like to, you can watch the show on YouTube and uh, see our lovely faces, our cool yes. background. We got new lights. So that's, awesome that's, hat. I, I do have a really cool hat on right now. <laughs> so if you want to see that, check out the video version. <laughs> but thank you all so much for listening. And as always, may the force be with you.